Do you ever find yourself asking the question, what the heck should I be doing with my finances? Should I be saving? Should I be investing? Should I be getting crypto? Should I, well, you know, all the shoulds in life. Well, today on the podcast, we are going to be talking to money coach Vanessa Bowen all about how we can shift from a financial culture of now to sourcing from the future. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower you to live bravely. Each week, we'll share solo episodes and conversations with amazing people who have been willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, we'll help you take brave steps in your own life. Now, here's your host, mindset and confidence coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Cast. I am so glad that you have joined me today. My name is Andrea Crisp. I am your host and I'm also a mindset and confidence coach. And I have loved being on this podcast journey with you. If you didn't already know this, last week we celebrated our 200th episode. And honestly, sometimes I look back and I think to myself like, wow, how the heck did I get here? <laughs> but here we are, and I am so glad. Like, I was thinking to myself, you know, where do we even go from here? But I think I have another 200 at least in me. So I am excited about our journey and how we're going to continue to grow together and really get the clarity we need to step into the confidence of who we are and take that massive action and those brave steps of courage together. So friend, we are talking about one of my very favorite subjects, money. And I was talking to a good friend of mine not long ago about the culture of now. And in case that's something new to you, I think that often we're living in this now mentality, this place where we feel like You know, I only understand what's right in front of me. I can only deal with what is happening right now. But if we're going to grow, if we are going to make a bigger impact in the world, and if we are going to share our voice with the world, then we need to be able to understand where we're going and how we're going to get there. And our financial picture is a big part of that. So I've invited my good friend and money coach, Vanessa Bowen, back onto the Courage Cast to talk to us all about how we can shift from a culture of now to a culture of sourcing from the future. Vanessa, I am so thrilled to have you back on the Courage Cast. Repeat guest. I was thinking, you know, as I just finished uh, our 200th episode, we just aired it. And I was looking back and you were in our first 100. And so I'm so excited to have you back and chat all things money. You know, I love talking about money. I've learned so much about money from you. So welcome to the Courage Cast. Thank you so much, my love, for having me back. I am so excited to be here. (laughs) You know, we have been through a lot over the past couple of years. Like you, you and I've had, you know, private conversations around this and As a coach myself, you know, I I talk to a lot of my clients who are concerned about their financial situation. You know, there there have been times where I'm really concerned about my financial situation. And we're in a in a climate right now here in Canada that, you know, is is really kind of confusing, to be honest. If if I'm really just, you know, sharing how I feel about like where we're at. So 
Uh, I was really excited to have you on today to talk about that because I'd love to know uh, what you, as a money expert and a money coach, what you are seeing as the Canadian financial climate right now. Yeah, we're definitely seeing a shift, obviously, with the pandemic and, and all that our world's going through. And it's a very interesting because there was a recent poll that came out, an, an Angus Reid poll that was sponsored by cooperators. And what they were finding in this poll was that after the uncertainty of the last few years, Canadians are really feeling fatigued, but at the same time, they're seeking these immediate results and these quick wins. And a lot of that is being fueled by this social media pressure, this you know fear of missing out, but from an investing perspective. And what they found inside the poll was that 85% of financial professionals believe that in today's culture of now, Canadians aren't priority prioritizing their future planning. They're really just focused on what can I do today? How can I make a quick buck today? Mm -hmm. But not thinking about retirement, not thinking about their future when it comes to their financial lives, their goals, or any of that. You know, I know with having had conversations with you, like that is, you know, really where I have, you know, started to understand how important it is for me to be planning for my future. I, th- I know my parents oftentimes, they're they're a little concerned about my financial future. And I'm probably like, you know, many Canadians where, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to survive. I'm building a business. I'm, you know, worried about now. I'm worried about what happens now. Like, so sometimes for me, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know, I'm not concerned about like, can I buy a house, even though like, oh my gosh, like real estate is crazy right now. Um, But I'm, I'm worried about like, you know, am I paying the bills? Can I do what I need to do? Can I decrease my debt? Can I do, you know, and so future planning has been a bit on the back burner. Although I'm at a point, you and I have had these conversations where I want to be future focused. And but I fall into that category of, you know, the culture of now. So let's let's I want to ask you, um, what what avenues are young people seeking answers? Because I know I come to you, but Mm -hmm. what avenues are they they actually looking for right now? Yeah. And it's it's funny, because with a lot of like young, young people, young investors, a lot of where they're focusing on is social media or their friends Mm -hmm. and getting those answers from there. And, you know, all of us are making or trying to make these planning decisions during these increasingly turbulent times. But the reality is that we're all inexperienced in some aspect of financial planning. Like we all don't know something about financial planning. And so we're living in this culture where we're also finding people are, kind of afraid to to show that and showcase that and actually inside the poll and in, inside the angus Reid poll sponsored by cooperators what they found was that you know there's this social pressure among canadians 65 percent of the advisors said that there's this social pressure among canadians for canadians to feel or appear as if they're financially savvy so all of that is causing <laughs> us right to like you know sh- show up on social media obviously follow people, pretend like we know yeah. But what that's doing, though, it's it's hindering people from asking the right questions and seeking mm-hmm. the right advice. And this is why, you know, more now than ever, people need to be sitting across from the right people, yeah. like a financial professional, like a financial advisor, asking them the questions, not turning to social media or Google 
or your neighbor next door, but sitting across from someone who is knowledgeable. And that's why, you know, cooperators with the season that they're, we're in right now, they're really focused on sitting down with people and meeting people where they're at. And they have this real people first approach to their financial planning, to their financial advice and this holistic approach, because that's what we need right now. Like you just talked about it, you know, we're so focused on paying my bills right now, paying off my debt right now. That's not holistic. That's Mm -hmm. us focusing on one aspect. And we have to open our eyes to see the full picture of our financial life right now. You know, I feel a lot of pressure personally. Um, I'm a single woman and I've been through multiple careers. And in those careers, like I wasn't super focused on my, you know, my pension or what my parents like if they listen to this, they're going to be freaking out right now. But um, (laughs) I mean, I think a lot of, you know, Canadians can relate to this. I'm sure that they everybody has their own financial picture. But for me, I know that I've been in this place where I'm like, okay, I know I need to to be thinking about the future, but I'm on social media, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm seeing what people are saying. And then I'm like, I get like this fear of like, oh my gosh, am I missing out on something? So what do, what would you say to, you know, somebody like myself who maybe feels the pressure of social media? Yeah, it's a great question. I, and I know we've all, we all feel it. We've all felt it and it's tough, right? It's mm-hmm. very tough because we don't want to feel like we're missing out on something that could potentially expand our future or our finances. And I think we have to though shift and really just really step out of that, that social pressure. And a lot of it is really causing us to feel a little worn down, mm-hmm. <laughs> feeling us like causing us to feel these like emotional, almost like this emotional turbulence inside of our financial lives. And this is why we can't do it alone. Like, this is why you have to sit down with someone who is knowledgeable. And I know it's scary. And it's not my dad. (laughs) No, it's not your dad. (laughs) Although your dad might know, you know, your dad might be amazing and, and have the knowledge, but I always say this, right? Like if your, your stomach's hurting, or if you've got a back pain, you don't go to your mechanic right? You go to your doctor. So you're trying to create this financial life. We have to reduce the shame. We have to reduce the embarrassment of not knowing of, you know, being kind of in the dark of what to do. And we have to put our finances first and seek the right advice from the right types of professionals. You know, I have been thinking a lot about this because uh, just over the past few months, you know, even year. And it's funny, because I think to myself, and I'm kind of outing myself with this, honestly, but um, I think about what legacy I want to leave. And, and I and I want to be someone who is capable of amassing wealth in my own life. Yes. And giving generously to female funded entrepreneurs, businesses, helping them to grow and increase. And so for me, I have, you know, like I I mentioned, really focused on the now, but now I'm like, okay, I have a reason why I want to call in this wealth, right? Um, And so it's really important for me to to be in that place and, and to really plan for my future, to plan for what I'm able to give. So there's a lot of confusion. Like, I don't know 
obviously what to do. I don't have an RRSP. <laughs> so, you know, so let's talk about that. Cause I'm like, yeah. what the heck is that? And I hear a lot of things, of course, from the American financial market, yes. but there's a lot of confusion about RSPs and the different directions we can go with planning or investing for that matter. Like, so let me just ask you, like, which direction do we go? What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great question. And it's, it's funny you asked this because inside of the poll that was sponsored by cooperators, 72% of the Canadian advisors actually said that they feel frustrated because Canadians are just rushing out to this RSP deadline and contributing when critical areas of their finances are still unattended. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and that's the thing, like we have to understand, like the RSP is just a piece of your financial life, a very important piece. But this is why we have to have this holistic approach and really look at all of your finances. And Mm -hmm. even inside the poll, there was one stat which really showed that, you know, people are feeling like RSPs are an investing tool of the past. Like they're not very attractive, Mm -hmm. but they have a lot of tax benefits. Like they're one of the only things that we can contribute in and actually receive a tax refund, a potential tax refund, depending on your tax bracket, that will determine how much refund you receive. So it's a very important tool for us to use. I think just as you were saying, you know, we don't really understand. A lot of people don't understand how it works. They don't understand what the benefits are. And so we're hearing all this, it's RSP season, RSP season. That's great. But what the heck is an RSP should be the first question. Girl, (laughs) I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping I'm getting money back, you know, like from, (laughs) (laughs) but yes, I do need to know. That's the thing. Yes. And and it's, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I think that's the importance. And what I'm realizing more and more is the importance that I sit down with somebody and go, okay, like, this is my financial picture. Yes. And, um, you know, just getting advice and then hoping for the best and doing it on your own is, you know, is, is just really like, you know, trying to hit a bullseye and really not sure where your aim is. You're blindfolded. But I think like what you're to your point, you know, of saying, okay, when you are sitting with somebody who is a professional and going, okay, you know, can you help me with making sure that, you know, I am putting my money in the right places. I'm allowing to grow. So here I need, I have a question. What is crypto? What the heck is happening? (laughs) Who, like, is this like an imaginary money? Like what's happening here? Well, it's, it's not imaginary. Okay. we're, We're seeing like celebrities. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I can't remember which one it was now. Um, but like, portion of celebrities are like taking parts of their salary in crypto. So I have heard that I've heard even like my, some of my own like coaches doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny you ask that because inside the Angus Reid poll sponsored by cooperators, 52% of Canadian advisors said that cryptocurrency is the number one question that they are being asked about. And so I do believe it's here to stay. And I do believe it has a place in your financial picture. Mm -hmm. But I think what we're seeing right now is because of going back to FOMO and going back to these social media pressures, because it's just the buzz, everyone's trying to jump into it. And these are sometimes people are jumping into it and they haven't even learned the basics of financial planning or they don't even have the basics of their finances together. And so you can't just jump into something when you don't even, you know, know what you're doing when it comes to the basics of financial planning. So it has a place, but it has a place depending on where you're at. And I think the other thing I would caution people is that you have to make sure no matter what 
you are building your financial portfolio, you have to make sure it's diversified. Mm-hmm. So please don't throw all your eggs in crypto. Like make okay. sure it's a portion potentially of your portfolio, but don't go sink your entire like funds into cryptocurrency because that is not going to be very wise. But again, this is why if you sit with someone like a professional, they'll be able to help you figure out what's that correct diversification for you based mm-hmm. on your investment profile, based on where you're at in your financial life, based on your goals. It's not just you know, you know, when we're talking about it so much in, in social media and the media, it's not just this like one size fits all or, or this quick fix yeah. for everyone. And I think mm-hmm. that's what people need to realize. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because like I've, I've even heard, you know, um, the diversification around your income, you know, it's like, you know, many people are now looking to make multiple streams of income versus like, you know, old school way of just like one job that has a pension because like do you think pensions are around forever or like what what's going to happen with that yeah no we're seeing definitely some some companies are like phasing out their pensions or they're definitely not as um robust as they used to be in the past and we're seeing and we've been seeing it for quite some time that Mm -hmm. our retirement planning is really now more on us to do back in the day you could retire from your company and have a sweet pension and be good and not have to worry about anything but it's totally different today like we actually have to hold a huge responsibility of saving separately outside of our pension for our own retirement. And this is why, you know, leveraging your own personal RRSP or like you said, other streams of income or investments are so necessary. You you have to have a diversified portfolio. And again, this is where if you sit with someone, like have an advisor who's, you know, really positioned to meet you where you're at. And and that's why I really like cooperators because they're doing that. They have this people first approach. Mm -hmm. So they're meeting people right where they at. They realize everyone's story is different. Everyone's financial picture is different. And that's why you need to sit with someone who understands that, who can meet you where you're at, and then it help you to grow to where you want to go. Okay. So we got to talk about a hot topic here. Yeah. Shame. Mm. Girl. Yes. You know, um, it's tough. If you've made yeah. some poor financial decisions or gosh, like maybe even not made poor financial decisions, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a full, I'm an advocate of believing that we, we need to own up to our responsibilities and we are at cause for where we are. You know, you and I, I think agree with that. Yes. hundred um, percent. And, you know, even in my own life, and I've been thinking about, you know, I'm at cause for where I'm at in my own life. And, you know, there's, there's this shame, though, around, you know, not paying attention sooner, or, you know, making some financial mistakes, and then trying to figure out how in the world am I going to recover from these mistakes? Can we talk a little bit about the mindset? You know, if someone's thinking, okay, yeah, like, easy enough, you're saying go see a financial advisor, but like the thought of even talking about my finances. Yes. You know, we even hear people who aren't even looking at their finances. Yes. Like they're like, I haven't looked at a bank statement in forever. Like I've heard someone say that recently. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that feeling because I have been there. Yes. I remember like going, I just hope that there's money there. You know, like, yeah, okay. Absolutely. So 
so we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, like, what does that look like? There's lots of people who are like, yeah, of course, I, I know my full financial picture. There's a lot of entrepreneurs who are like, I don't. Yeah. What, what do we do to address the shame? Yeah, it's such a great question. I'm glad you raised this because I think that is honestly, that is step one. Like without us actually addressing that, we'll never be able to move forward. And in the cooperators poll, what they actually found was 80% of advisors said that when people are experiencing these financial losses or these financial mishaps or mistakes, mm-hmm. it's really causing them to be overwhelmed with doubt. It's leading them to indecision and inaction. Mm-hmm. And so you have to realize that whatever happened in the past, whatever mistake, it is not a reflection of you. It is not your identity that you now have to carry into the future. Yeah. You made the the best choice you could at that time with what you knew and with the information you had. It may not have had led to the best outcome, but you mm-hmm. did your best. And I think it's us really having this grace on ourselves and really releasing the shame and not attaching that to our current identity. Because, you know, we, we talk a lot about our financial identity and we know we, we can shift that identity. Yes, like, ma'am. Right? You can mm-hmm. step into this new person, this new way of being. Yeah. You can allow the past to be the past and not attach that to your future. Because when we think of an, an energy and mindset perspective, holding that shame is you saying this low vibration, which is blocking that future abundance blocking you from attracting that money to pay off the debts, to achieve your financial goals. So you have to let it go because it's blocking that future abundance for you. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about that because I know that there is like part, you know, like we're both into the spirituality aspect of this. And so it's kind of like, you know, there's, there's this place where we have to, to understand how do we shift our mindset and how do we stay in the right energy? But then there's also the real practical aspect of like, okay, once we're in that space where we can hold that, then it's like, okay, now I actually do need to take action. You can't have just one. Yes. (laughs) You've got to have both. And I think that's where a lot of, you know, um, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of coaches, creatives, people in, you know, um, that have like income that fluctuates. Yeah. You know, they feel that um, stress and strain mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, well, you know, I don't know what I'm going to get from month to month. But what would you say to somebody who is in that place where their 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 monthly income is fluctuating and you know, what's a step for them so that they can start, you know, moving towards, you know, that action taking? Yeah. Very great question. As entrepreneurs, when your income is fluctuating, this is why you need to have a plan. And I know it might seem like, well, how do I create a plan? Cause I I don't know what my income is. You may not know what your income is going to be, but you know what your expenses are. Right. And you know what you can, you can control your expenses. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got the set fixed expenses, like, you know, mortgage, rent, internet, cell phone, those are fixed, but then there's the shopping and the eating out. (laughs) Get your hair and your nails done. Yeah, exactly. Those are the things you can control. So this is why for, for us who have this fluctuating income, it's really us focusing on what we can control, which is the expenses. Mm -hmm. So you need to have a plan. You need to have a budget. And then from there, it makes it easier because then you know what your, your net like zero is like, what do I at least need to make sure I bring in to cover all of these things? And then any on anything on top of that is gravy, you know, spend that like 
go on your shopping spree or put it towards your debts or put it towards your savings. But when you don't have a base plan, what happens is you have this month of great income Mm -hmm. and then you're like so proud of yourself, which you should be, but then you just go and spend the money. You -hmm. don't plan. Whereas if you had a budget and had a plan, you can say, okay, this income this month is amazing. I'm I've got my month covered, but then you can say, okay, well, I need another $4,000 or $5,000 for next month. Okay, let me actually peel out of some of this excess income and put it aside for next month. Like mm-hmm. you're more prudent, like you're you're making those those decisions in your finances that are actually going to lead you to better financial health as opposed to just saying, well, my income is whatever it is. I don't know what it's going to be, so I'm not going to plan for anything. Yeah. That's just going to cause you to stay in this spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when we know better, we do better. Right. Is that yes. the, the phrase? Right. Yes. And I know for myself, like, you know, getting really um, just digging into my finances this year has been, you know, one of the things that I've really been actively doing. And and the more I look at it and the more I see the full picture, I go, OK, I'm actually able like I'm creating space for money to come. Yes. And and that feels really good. And then I also don't feel fear because mm. I'm like, you know what? I just see it. it. I know what it is. I'm not afraid of it because I can see it. Yes. Now, whether it's where I want it to be or not, you know, I think that's improving as we go. But but I, I just want to encourage anybody who's listening. It's like, oh, you know, I'm maybe not in the right place or feel like I I can, you know, talk to somebody about this yet it's like yeah when you when you feel like you can trust who you're working with yes and they have your best interest at heart then that is going to be you know probably the best scenario for you to unpack your whole financial portfolio 100 percent. i could not agree with that more and that's mm-hmm. why we're saying before like you can't do this on your own Yeah, Like you cannot, you have to, like you said, find that right person for you that's going to guide you. Mm -hmm. It's going to have your best interest. Yeah. So what do you think now as, as far as investing, like as we're looking, um, you know, you know, people are maybe looking at, you know, different things on the internet, Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to figure out what they should do. Um, Who do they turn to? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think going back to what we've been saying a lot is you have to turn to the people who know best, which is a financial advisor. It's a financial professional. You can definitely, obviously, you know, ask your friends, ask your parents, but also realize that their financial situation is very different from yours. So they're going to give two things. They're going to give advice from their perspective and their situation they're also going to give advice from their mindset, their money blocks, yes. their past experiences. Yeah. So this is why we have to be very careful where we take advice from. And if you really are serious about shifting your financial life, and I know it's scary at first, but afterwards, I promise it'll get better. Mm-hmm. But if you're really serious about this, you have to sit down with a financial professional. Mm-hmm. You have to seek the right advice from the right person who knows, like who has the knowledge. And this is, this is their job. This is what they do. Like this is what they eat, sleep, breathe. Mm-hmm. So why not go to the right person that's going to actually look at your finances holistically and give you that people first approach and advice? I'll tell you what, I, I wish that I would have taken my 
intuition uh, a long time ago. I remember like honestly years ago, Vanessa, I had this feeling like I really should pay more attention to my finances. And then I just kind of let it sit there and it it bothered me, bothered me, bothered me because I was like, I never felt like I was in a a financial position to even make a difference. I was like, I'm just trying to get by. I was a school teacher and then I was in, you know, church ministry and not making a lot of money. And as things went, I was just like, I'm just trying to like get by, like, you know, survive and have a good life. But I wish that I had. So to anyone out there who is, you know, even in a career position or an entrepreneurial position, I would just encourage you, you know, reach out. If it's a, if it's about the shame and you're like, you know what, I really wouldn't, I'd love to have a conversation, then reach out to me. Yeah, exactly. I'll chat with you and I will, you know, help you to, you know, just uncover what's maybe holding you back from taking that next step so that you can take the next step and you can start looking at your money picture and, um, and see how you can move um, from a culture of just paying attention to what is right now to sourcing from the future, which, you know, I love talking about. So um, Vanessa, thank you for being here. Is there anything else that we've missed today that you want to share with us? No, I think the way you just kind of wrapped up the end really just spoke to me of really seeing all of us step out of this culture of now and getting us more to connect to our future. And just from a mindset perspective, just that shift alone mm-hmm. is going to create, it's going to create not just a mindset shift, but an energetic shift okay, because yeah. we are so focused on the now we're so focused on our current situation that we neglect and and think about how much attention we're putting to that right how much attention we're putting to where we're at right now where we don't want to be how much attention we should be putting to where we want to go and where we want to be just that shift in itself is going to align you with where you want to go it's going to align you with the money and abundance it's going to take you to where you want to go and so we have to get ourselves out of this culture of now we have to get ourselves more connected to our future to where we want to go because that is that first step. You have to align with that. Stop aligning with where we're at today because you're, if you stay stuck, like that's what keeps us stuck. We align with where we're at today and then we attract all the things that keep us where yeah. we're at today. Mm-hmm. So we have to get out of this culture of now and step into where we want to go and connect to that. And then we're going to be able to align with it. But on that journey too, make sure you're speaking to the right people, the right professionals, like cooperators has really positioned themselves in this this season that we're in to sit with people, to meet them where they're at, to literally release the shame and guilt and knowing that you, wherever you're at, there is possibility for your future. So speak to the right person and get the support you need. Girl, that'll preach. <laughs> that'll preach. Thank you for being here. Love you so much. I will make sure all of the links to connect with you and to even get the help you need are going to be located in the show notes. So people can go to the show notes at thecouragecast.com and connect that way and find out how they can start moving towards sourcing for the future and move out of the culture of now. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay. If you're anything like me, you are going to pour yourself a glass of wine, light a candle, get those spreadsheets out and take a deep dive into looking at your finances. 
Because friend, no matter what it looks like right now, you can make a huge shift in your life. And I want to remind you that you are not stuck where you are, but it requires taking ownership and really getting honest with yourself about how you can start sourcing from the future. So I want to thank Vanessa for joining me today, for lending her wisdom and expertise as always. I will link up her information in the show notes so that you can access all of her uh, socials and how to connect with her and even move forward in your own financial life. And also, I'd love for you to connect with me over at, at Andrea Crisp Coach or at the Dot Courage Cast. And if you're up for getting daily text messages with uh, journal prompts and intentions and things just to really help you shift your mindset in your life, then I want to encourage you to text me the word courage to 647-424-2429. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.